I've got one! Hello, I'm Ollie Double. I'm a lecturer at the University of Kent, and this is the Proper Job Gradcast, in which we explore how a degree in drama at the University of Kent could lead to all kinds of of interesting jobs in the arts. You'll find this interesting if you are thinking of studying drama at Kent or you're currently studying drama at Kent and you're thinking about what you want to do afterwards and how you might get there or you just enjoy eavesdropping on scintillating conversations. In each episode I interview a Kent drama graduate working in the arts and this time I'm talking to Peter Morton and to introduce him here's a little bit of audio. That audio was from an amazing project, which you might have read about in the newspapers or seen on on the news on telly or whatever. It's a project uh, called Little Amal, and Amal uh, is a giant puppet of, of of a little girl. It stands about 10 or 12 feet tall. And that puppet traveled from Syria all the way across Europe to London. And on the way, it stopped at Canterbury. And it met, or she, the little Amal, met a giant fox puppet. And the audio you heard was taken from Canterbury High Street. And it was it was little Amal, this giant puppet, meeting a giant fox puppet. And it was it was a really beautiful thing. I didn't see that particular moment. I saw it a little bit later when the when little Amal and the fox arrived on campus. And there was a moment where Amal bent down and put her face on the fox's back and sort of smelled the fur of the puppet fox. And it was just a beautiful moment. And anyway, the point is that that fox was designed and built by Peter Morton, a Kent drama grad who is now a professional puppet theatre maker. So he makes puppets for other people. He also uh, has his own company half a string i recommend you check out their website and he talks so interestingly about how he got established as a puppeteer because what a career choice right that's that's quite a niche career choice and he is absolutely amazing at what he does he also it's worth noting involved current kent drama students in the project so they worked on building the puppet in in our workshop here at the University of Kent and also operating the puppet. And it took several people to, to make the fox come to life. But without further ado, let's hear from Peter. So my name's Peter Morton. Um, I graduated, graduated in 2013. Um, so I'm a, I run a theatre company called Half a String, so visual puppetry theatre company. And I also work as a freelance like set builder, designer, puppet builder um yeah that's what i do that's who i am <laughs> that's good that's very good and actually what's great is you've also already answered question two which is oh, right. what's your current job right what kind of things does it entail do you want to say a bit more about half a string yeah sure so yeah half a string i think i started half a string in 2016 
So did a few other things after graduating and then arrived there. Um, so it started with um, another ex-Kent graduate, actually, um, Sarah Simmons, or Avi Simmons um, is her stage name. Um, so she's a singer-songwriter. Um, I do a lot of building. So I kind of designed this kind of transforming set and all the puppets, and we put together like a folk tale all told through song. Um, so that started Half a Sing. That was called A Heart at Sea. So that started the company. So The Heart at Sea came first. Then, we st- then I started Half a String, so that's the company I run. And now we, yeah, tour nationally, more or less all year round. We kind of go different seasons. And um, we do a lot of family work um, as the kind of puppetry lends itself to that. But kind of the style of storytelling we do is is kind of great for that. Um, Although we have done adult stuff as well. Um, And then, yeah, commission work. I just um, do for anyone, anyone who will pay me. (laughs) <laughs> so who, what kind of people commission you to do uh, work? So um, my most recent one um, was the Little Angel Theatre in London. So commissioned to make puppets for their new show, basically. So it was called The Wishing Tree, directed by Oliver Hymans, um, written by, I can't remember his full name, Joe the Poet is who I know him by, as, as that was his little thing that we had a few years ago but yeah show called the wishing tree so i built like a parrot and a giant grub and various other things so that was like pure puppetry show really fun actually really fun and then working at um back at the university building a giant fox for the little animal walk with animal project which is fantastic as well so yeah so and i'm also actually designing another show uh jack and jill for like a smaller physical theatre company who are doing a like, really young kids show with just recycled things. So yeah, any, anything really, but it's usually set design, puppet design within theatre. That's my kind of specialism, I suppose. And, and just to say a bit more about the Amal thing, it's, mm. it's a massive project of a, a giant human girl puppet who represents refugees and has been making her way across Europe, that's right? Yeah, the Good Chance is the kind of organisation that's doing it, and the puppet was built by Handspring, which influenced me a lot. They did War Horse and stuff like that, so I studied them a lot whilst at uni, actually. And then now I do drop them emails occasionally, just going, hello. Um, I've been trying to get involved with this for a while, actually, and then uh, Margarita... um, contacted me yeah so it uh amal she's that three and a half meter tall puppet started in uh on the border of syria and is walking in inverted commas um all the way to manchester i think so she just arrived in the uk a couple of days ago and she's coming to canterbury tomorrow so yeah massive community project like she's met the pope jude law all the all of the big names all the big ones (laughs) Um, and she's yeah meeting the fox tomorrow that I've built um, with Sam Westbury in the workshop and uh, students here. Yeah, current students have been involved in making the fox. Yeah, no, it's been fantastic. We've had a real range actually. Like we've had a lot of as you'd expect like drama students, but actually we've had English, um, a couple of like language students and media as well. So like a real range of people who are like being involved and puppeteering it. Yeah, so it's all very exciting. And, and, and I mean, just to give the idea of people who haven't seen the fox, because I saw it today in the workshop and it's looking amazing. <laughs> give us an idea of the scale of it. Yeah, so it's puppeted by six people. So it's like, I think about two and a half metres tall from like toe to ear tip and about five, six metres long. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite sizable. The head is, you know, pretty big, size of a... Well, I would say the size of a small car. It's not that big, the head, but it, it gives the impression like the front, it, like it kind of, kind of feels that. So, but yeah, it's, it's a really, we got, we had to make it big. In fact, I had to scale it down. I wanted to make it bigger, but it would have been bigger than a mouth, which would have 
dwarfed her a little bit, <laughs> been a bit scary. So um, we needed to make it big because it's out- outdoors. Um, so sh- yeah, should be should be really fun. And trying to get all the puppeteers working together is the big, um, the big thing. Yeah, the big challenge at the moment. Um, and, and, and you're going off to rehearse this in a moment as well. Yeah, in about twenty minutes. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm going to crack on with the questions. <laughs> then. So so one of the things that fascinates me about you, Peter, is that you are. Uh, is 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 the to do with the next question, which is how you, did you get from graduating to where you are now? Because it struck me that you were getting actively involved in puppeteering very quickly after graduating. Yeah, so I mean, I was yeah very lucky. Like I'm quite like driven, I suppose. So I while I was at university, I got involved with a company called Little Cauliflower, and we did Edinburgh Fringe a few years, did really well. So I was already touring before I left uni. Like we were already touring, um, kind of rural shows, outdoor shows, um, and stuff like that, um, and there was kind of so when when I graduated, that kind of ended the comp- that little cauliflower kind of ended, and then I started another company um, with some people who I worked with in little cauliflower actually, uh, called um, Knuckle and Joint, and we we again started to create shows, but there was you know that at that time it was like I was working you know in a cafe in a cafe as you do and um just trying to do any kind of performance work um and then I got I got involved with the company again I just applied for everything so just applied for everything that I could find I got a a a role in a show um a couple like a year later with Stuff and Nonsense uh Three Little Pigs did every Christmas for like four years which was an amazing like amazing experience actually working with Nicky McCretton who's one of the best directors I've ever worked with yeah really kind of high quality kids work so did that which was great and that kind of I think I was at that point kind of trying lots of different things I was doing like cabaret as well so like puppet cabaret more or less all built around puppets and I was also getting a lot of commission work so it was kind of balancing it all and just trying to find the things that I wanted to do I suppose Um, and then half a string was created to create things that I wanted to make um, as a you know, done commission work and been involved in big groups and actually the stuff I was making wasn't quite the vision or like not quite the thing that I wanted to do. So Half String was there to really push that kind of uh, puppetry and visual theatre that I wanted to make. So yeah, that's how I kind of got involved. It was kind of slowly but surely and just kind of being open to anything and applying for lots of things. But that's kind of how it started. Well, no, that's really helpful because I think there are a couple of things that come out of that. One is to do with networking, which mm. most many of the interviewees for this podcast kind of shrink with horror at the word. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because people kind of go, it's, it sounds like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like somebody gets their Blackberry, I go, oh, I could put you in a window here. But it's not like that, really. It's just about working with people and getting to know more and more people. Yeah, it's just, networking is, yeah, networking is, no, I don't think anyone likes networking. I'm not, maybe like <laughs> a small bit I mean, producers. Active, no, but is but, it, but as a but as a kind of discrete activity, but I mean you're networking all the time when you do when you're working with little cauliflower, you're networking. That's very true. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's just about being open and having conversations with people and just being a, a nice person because I think and none of that sounds too bad, right? No, no, it should be pretty easy, right? Um, the industry is very small, especially when you start to go into like puppetry. Um, that that's even smaller than theatre in general. So yeah, it's about yeah, just kind of being nice and. I think I, I hate auditions just as a process. Like I hate being in an audition. I hate hosting an audition. In fact, hosting an audition is a lot worse because you've got all of the decisions to make and you could choose someone. But half the battle is um, we, we don't do it very often. Like we, we usually do like word of mouth and get people in just because 
to avoid it. But it's it's because you want to work with people who you know aren't going to be dickheads, basically. Like that. That's and that that's part of networking. It's like meeting people and making sure you can work with them because that's half the battle. Actually, it's not necessarily getting the most talented, ama- amazing person. It's about working with someone who understands you and you have like a common language with. But that's yeah, that, and that's you get that through yeah meeting people and. And, and, I, and I think them. I think you know that's what the, the word is horrible because it suggests cynicism, but actually it's just how we are every day in our lives anyway. Who, mm. who do you get on with? Who do you want to spend time with? No, and I exactly. think the other thing that from what you said about how you kind of got to where you are now is is just activity. In other words, you took opportunities, you created opportunities, mm. you applied for lots of things, and that gradually built up to the point where presumably you could lo- lose your day job. Yeah, I I had a lot of like like zero out. In fact, I had like three zero out contracts at one point, so I could, which are well widely regarded as awful but brilliant for the <laughs> kind of industry because I could fill a week with you know bar. I worked at the Marlow Theatre as an usher at the Gulbenkian as on box office. So and then at a cafe. So I was kind of I could fill a whole week with that kind of work. Get my I kind of worked it out. I was like I can do twenty hours of that work and still like not become in debt basically so i could fill 20 hours great have 20 hours but i could also do no hours um if i was busy and there was a bit of juggling there and it was a bit of a learning curve to make sure i didn't just exhaust myself but yeah it's about i think because i've got the design aspect and um the kind of building it's very easy to kind of show people what you do so i can i was building stuff for myself uh, and then you know I, I i mean i've had an online portfolio since like second year of uni is when I first made it so it's like so important to kind of get get that and get yourself out there um, and take pictures of everything you do which is very it's a lot easier when you're a vi- like a visual artist and make make stuff but even if you don't like record yourself like get stuff out there especially when I'm like looking to work with new people even if they're like entry level even if they've got some low quality photos and a bit of video which is a bit rough and ready um that's great. It's, it's better than nothing. Like we recently auditioned for a role for our upcoming Christmas show, and one of the people we auditioned, like like I think she was very young, didn't have a proper headshot, but she you know she was on a casting website, and we went yeah let's give her a go. You know she sent us a video of her singing, which was the main kind of role, and we were like really really like her voice. Um, so like it's yeah it's about just putting yourself out there I suppose, and just making sure you have stuff to send when you have that opportunity that's a really good tip then so document your work yeah so that you can share it with others so so i've only got a couple more questions now one is uh how did studying drama at kent help to get you where you are now Mm. when i was here there was a lot of it was very suited for like working in a company and like working collaboratively which is what i do um actually when i left uni i was still going to the like similar shows and working with the same kind of people and i went I can kind of work with people who I want to work with now <laughs> like because there is a, a lot of it which is great great skills to have is working with people you don't like um which is fantastic like I recommend it um because it, it sets you up really nicely in like making those mistakes and like having arguments and trying to negotiate different people which is like half of the industry half of the work right um but yeah there was also like it was like I spent a lot of time in Sam's workshop where I've been building the fox um just kind of playing and Sam was great showing me a lot of different techniques so for my design work it was fantastic um and then I did a lot of modules where I could just um um I did a yeah a dissertation or not like um chose one module where I could just do a dissertation on what I wanted so I did that on 
Chaplin and some film. Um, and Uwali was my, I can't remember what they called, like a mentor, mentor edit. Yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Like I oversaw that. it or something, yeah, yeah. which was great. Like, and then I did one of those on like a practical module on puppetry, made a cat. It was very good to kind of shape your own path, I suppose, and do what, and kind of try and experiment with a vision, basically, which is what I did. And that's kind of funneled into the work I do now. Well, the brilliant. thing I remember was I remember teaching you on a, on a stand-up module and you did an act which was so, in, you know, your vision. <laughs> you know, you had an orange which you kind of used as a puppet and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and, and I think the reason I raised that is because it, what was great was that you had a vision and you found a way of following that vision in the different modules you did. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was the yeah, the amazing Professor Hines. Nick Clegg was an orange, I think. <laughs> Ridiculous. I think I have pictures of it still somewhere. Um, yeah, no, yeah, I think that's a big learning curve. Like, since I left uni as well, it was like finding, it's kind of, you take a lot, like a lot of people will advise you in the industry, oh, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to oh, make a show with an interval, you've got to, because otherwise theatres won't book it, you've got to. Um, but I think Liz Moran, who was the director of the Gobankin at the time, was just like, make what you want to make. And if it's good, people will still book it. Um, and when you graduate, what you're going to make isn't probably going to be that good because that's the nature of it. It's about learning and kind of trying things. But I, I went through a lot of like just trying loads of different things. I think I made like four or five different shows in a year, just trying loads of different things, like outdoor work, cabaret, like really young children, um, family. And yeah, so like loads of different stuff. But it's about, yeah, finding what, what you want to do and what vision to have um, as... Yeah, which is why I created Half a String and run it as an artistic director and just kind of finding that, yeah, that path, that vision that you've got. Great. That's so cool. Uh, I've got one more question. Uh, it, this is called the proper job gradcast because it's based on the idea that <laughs> even drama students don't think they're going to get a proper job, yeah, yeah. which is factually incorrect. Yeah, right? very much so. so. So what would you say to people who say that doing a degree in drama won't lead to a proper job? I mean, fundamentally not true. I think everyone I graduated with has a you know proper job I think like if there's a doing a drama degree sets you up to do lots of different like presenting like I know people who who aren't in the arts at all and like find presenting just terrifying and are not very good at it quite frankly um so, you, so you're already a step up there because there's the kind of confidence and you you know you're used to being in front of people um, but also getting jobs in the arts you know it is tough like but there are there are jobs like there's usually just a lot of people going for them because they're you know they're fun but if you if you kind of you know are open and try things and try and get involved with everything you can there's definitely like yeah there's definitely jobs out there and I think like finding something to really kind of specialize in and doing something really well will help find those kind of jobs I think so if it's props making is it you know acting which is which is very hard. That's probably the hardest one. Um, but there's there's loads of different stuff. So you know, stage management. Um, I know actors who are also stage managers who like fill their time with other things. So yeah, there's definitely lots of opportunity out there, um, for sure. Go that, get a job. <laughs> that's a great edit point. I'm going to stop it there. So that was Peter Morton there, and I think I'm going to pick one quote from the interview as as a really you know as as useful takeaway from that he says that the whole point about networking is you want to work with people who aren't going to be dickheads because you don't want to be working with people you don't like and i think that's a really interesting thing so 
if you if you, if you want to know one thing that's useful about listening to this podcast, it's it's a good way of learning how to avoid dickheads. That's it from from me for today. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to Peter talking about his work, and I will see you again for the next episode of the Proper Job Gradcast. Got to, got to get a proper job.